can you imagine if I was like at the end of the 10 minutes and then we're like, 10 minutes ago, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it again. And then the second time down would be really wooden, wouldn't it? Well, like I just told you, Dan, I don't know why you're asking me again. Right, let's try it again. Welcome to another Catch Up Tuesday. Now, I know the lockdown is kind of ending. It's coming to an end in some places. I'm kind of shocked, actually, by in Cambridge, how uh, it seems like the lockdown's almost completely over. It's it's rather weird. But it's still a good chance to catch up with some people in the low-carb community to see how they're getting on. And I'm talking to Andy Bishop, who, of course, was on the podcast a couple of weeks back, and he's agreed to come on and talk about how things are going. Hi, Andy. Hi Dan. Welcome to back. back to the yeah, welcome back to the podcast. So you have chosen uh, your own alarm. So I'm going to start the 10 minute counter now. Cool. How has life changed in lockdown? I know it's been a long few months, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's been a bit of a strange time. In all honesty, um, I've, I've been put on furlough, so I'm on furlough for for at least two months. Yeah, and um, you know, like most people, I thought, well, I start a furlough. This is great. How many box sets can I get through? <laughs> I've that extra glass of red wine, bit more cheese, and 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 to be honest, I think I've overdone it a little bit on the low carb um, uh, 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 snacks and nuts and cheese and things because I'd, I'd put on a couple of pounds, you know. Right. And the funny thing is, I didn't need the scales. I could feel it. I felt differently. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I thought, right, dig those scales out, get the dust off, and stood on them. Oh yeah, I put a couple of pounds on. Right, okay. Let's get disciplined again. You know, let's not go down that route. Um, so I sort of fell off the wagon a little bit, I suppose. Really, overdid it on the on the good low carb stuff, but a bit too much, if you like. I think that's quite um, common, though. I think a few people have said that to me on this that they feel like, okay, when you when you're sort of facing impending doom and it seems so dramatic and horrific, and then you find out, for instance, like you're furloughed or some people have actually lost their jobs. It's like, well, yeah. what's to lose and just enjoy? It. And in fact, some people have hit the carbs. So to be fair, you've done pretty well in that regard. Well, you start snacking again. You know, it's easy to snack again, even on healthier stuff. You know, you can still overdo it. You yes, know, and and, yeah. and luckily, I I I felt different. You know, and, and saw that and thought, right, let's be sensible about this. So I sort of readjusted my my schedule. I set my alarm back for six o'clock, so I get up now every morning and I go and walk for five k. So I do three right, miles okay. every morning. Don't care what the weather is. I've got a nice big hill I can walk up. Great. Lovely. And I find it it wakes me up, sets me up for the day, gives me plenty of energy, rather ironically, through exercising, yeah. and, I, and I'm good to go, you know. So um, I'm on furlough, so the garden's great. The garden is fantastic. <laughs> the cars have been washed. The living room's been decorated. You know, all this fun stuff is done. And now I'm like, I need another project. I need another project. I know. Let's Let's do something with low-carb Liverpool. So right. and then I just created, want to say, because right, we we talked about this previously, right? So just remind sure, us what yeah. low card Liverpool is. Sorry. So it's it's basically an organisation we've set up to promote real food, low carb within the local community, and yep. we like to work with local community groups. So my practice manager sent me an email saying, "There's an organisation called Incredible Edible. They're opening up in the park next to you. I think you've got something in common." So I got in touch with them. I spoke to a lady called Karen, who's the CEO there. We met and had a chat. This is pre-lockdown. Yeah. And they, they're a fantastic organization. They're into growing organic fruit and veg and giving it freely out in the community. Wonderful. Give it How nice free. is that? 
we've got some common aims there. They're building an outdoor kitchen, all this, and they, they regularly work with kids and, and impoverished areas. And so we're going to be working together on a few projects. Great. And then lockdown hit, and I was like, no. Yeah. But all we've done is postpone them. And we've had meetings since, and we're still planning some events. So I'm looking to work with uh, the social prescribing community here in Liverpool. Yeah. Um, so I'm speaking to some of them. And, and there's all this other stuff bubbling away. And we thought, hang on a minute, I'm spending a lot of my time on Zoom meetings. Why can't we do our message on Zoom? So Great. I've created a five-week program that Nadia and I are going to run. We're going to deliver it via Zoom. And then there's other things in there. So we, we use a piece of software called Kahoot which gives you interactive quizzes and things to do. Oh, wonderful. And back it up with email, links, recipes, pictures. And it's called Real Food Bite Size. So we go live with this tomorrow. We did a run through this morning. And it's delivered via Zoom, small groups of people, six at a time. You sign up and you get the real food message. And this is about, you know, taking the pleasure back in eating and, you know, learning how food impacts you you know what impact does it have on your body it's not necessarily aimed at diabetics yeah. it's all aimed about cutting sugar cutting out the processed rubbish and i don't care if you're keto you're paleo you're veggie vegan whatever we've got something in common with all those communities and that is get rid of the sugar get rid of the processed rubbish and Wonderful. I'd like to see more cooperation in that sort of area rather than everyone slagging everyone off on You're Twitter. You're so right. There's a big you know. area of agreement there, isn't it? So somebody yeah. said to me just yesterday, he said, do you ever kind of worry with your business and all this stuff you're doing in low carb that the fad will pass one day? And I said, well, I'll stop you there for a second. I said, firstly, I don't think there's going to be a fad for going back to sugar, sugar as if that's fine. I said, that that's a consensus thing. We all know that sugar is bad for you. And whatever diet you're on, whether it's vegan, keto, whatever in between, you know that sugar is bad for you. So always we know that's going to be a thing. And I said, and secondly, I would put it another way around. Isn't it interesting how the fad from the 1980s, 1970s to the 1980s has lasted so long in our food? And actually, we want to get rid of that fad and go back to what our grandparents were eating, our great-grandparents. And he said, oh, God, you're so right. He said, I try to eat like my great-great-grandparents, you know, by eating just very simple vegetables and organic if I can and very simple food and he said I tried to avoid the processed stuff I said yeah that's the fad that's the problem yeah definitely definitely I mean you've only got to look in the high street haven't you and all these fast food places everywhere they weren't there years ago and the the nation was a a lot healthier yeah and and they weren't also using like all the oils that we have now and all these other things (laughs) which have crept into our food and and all the e-numbers and all the other things that suddenly become part of the diet which you know, become the norm, you know, it's, it's just not right, is it? Um, no. So, okay, so in terms of like the food then, so what sort of things are you eating now um, compared to, you know, you said you went a little bit stricter, you, you decided to get rid of the snacks and stuff. So do yeah, you, not how many meals snacks, a day yeah. do you have, you know, do you, do you fast a little bit or anything? Yeah, that, that, and, and that's an interesting thing. I've always been fascinated by the, the fasting idea. And for me, um, intermittent fasting works quite well but I don't do the, 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 the sort of longer scale fasting. Yeah. So, um, I, and, I, and I go with how I feel and how my body feels. So some mornings I wake up and I'm not hungry at all. So I'll have um, a cup of coffee with a bit of, bit of cream in or a green tea. And that'll last me till about two o'clock in the afternoon. So I'll have a couple of green teas, you know, and that kind of thing. Other mornings, you know, um, 
if I wake up and I'm feeling a bit peckish, I'll go down the traditional route of yogurt and berries or, you know, scrambled egg with a bit of cheese in or something, you know. Lovely. Yeah. Um, I've stopped dipping at the snacks in between because for me, that that was the thing that I noticed I was starting to do again. I thought, nope, yeah. I need to knock that on the head. Bit of willpower required, as they say. Um, so I did that. Um you know, looking at new recipes and new ideas as well. So I'm there on the on the websites looking for new ideas and trying new things at home. I did um <laughs> at the weekend. I do try and do a low carb dessert because my family always laugh at me. Ooh, they they like. I'm interested in this. Tell me more. Right. Well, through the week, they like the, they don't mind the low carb alternatives to the savory foods. Like you know, so I do things like um, uh, sweet chips. Or if I'm doing a roast, okay. I'll do a Swede, a Swede potato. And right. basically, you treat it the same as you would an ordinary potato and cook it in some nice goose fat and, 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 Ooh, and that kind of thing. Yeah, sounds good. And it looks like a proper roasty roast potato. And again, my wife tried one. She went, you know what? They're actually quite nice. Now, this is from a woman who said she's never given up potato. So I'm <laughs> on a winner there. And so so this weekend, um, one of my favorite uh, low-carb people is, is Emma Porter. And I use right. her book a lot. And I tried the blueberry and yogurt um, low-carb cake. I thought, I'm having a treat. And I'll try this on the family there, the guinea pigs again. So <laughs> I made it, you know, and I put it in the, in a lovely silicon loaf mold thing and it baked and it took twice as long to bake as it said on the recipe and I'm getting a bit worried. <laughs> and I take it out and I test it with the knife and, the, uh, and it comes out clean and I'm like, great. Now, my daughter is a brilliant cook. She, she, she's great at, at the cakes and stuff like that. And she was laughing. And I said, oh, well, let it cool down a bit. I'll get it on the, tr- on the cooling tray and all that. Let it cool down. And, I f- and I, as I'm getting it out, it just crumbles. It just falls apart. <laughs> and uh, I took pictures of it and I was showing them to Mark. Mark and I were having a discussion about, you know, how perfect everyone's food looks, you know. And I said, no, I pushed my pictures as well. But did it taste good? And, That's the question. Did it taste what, good? To me. To me, it tastes great. And that lasted, yeah. you know, three or four days, a little slice every now and again. Tasted great to me. You got a and slice family, out of it. So it wasn't that crumbly then. At least you could slice yeah, it. Wasn't I thought, too bad, you know. I thought you were going to say so you had to suck it with a straw or something. No, there's a couple <laughs> of chunks there, like, you know. But uh, the family gave their usual response to it. And um, yeah, it, it, it's not really for us. It's not really, you know, um, to our taste. And then my, my extremely clever daughter turned around and went, you know what it's lacking? I went, no, what? She goes, sugar. Yeah, thanks for that, Samantha. That's a real help. (laughs) How mean is that? Unbelievable. Oh, terrible. Terrible. Yeah, kids, who would have to be? Oh, here we go. That's your, um, you chose that alarm there. Very nice. Um, I realised. so quickly. It does go fast. I was just saying to Andy there that we've generally, when we've chosen the alarms, I've noticed how everyone had like from A to C. So I thought we'd better try some different (laughs) ones if I was going to repeat. Thank you so much, Andy. I wish you all the best oh, for the, as long as this period lasts, that it goes well for you. And I, I think it's really inspirational that you're not just taking the lockdown and thinking how annoying or whatever. You're actually becoming really proactive and using the time really wisely. So it's been a Thank good you. thing overall by the sounds of it. So yeah. cheers, Andy. Take care. Great stuff. Thanks very much.